Hello everybody, welcome to episode 50 of the Boys in the Basement podcast, coming to you from the subterranean Wonderworld to the east of Hampshire. <laughs> what a show we've got lined up for you today. We've got some brilliant music, which we've actually planned, prepared, and it's going to be ace, tied in with some of our future plans, so it's very exciting and we can't wait to share all that with you. I've also got some hosts here with me to carry me, to guide me, sort of upon my collection. They are sort of holding me up on my gilded carriage. So, my little servant people, my little slave boys, they are Mr. Swan. Good evening, Mr. Parton. Hello, everyone. It's nice and warm down here tonight. Lovely. Well, thank lots you for baking. that. It's nice. Lots of people as well. You're baking, did you say? I am baking. What are you baking? You I'm, sound like... I'm strapped to the radiator, basically, oh. at the side here. You made it sound like you're actually baking some cakes or something. No, no, no. no. But just you personally, you're warm. Yeah, I'm warm. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. That's a little tidbit for you. And on that bombshell, what a show it's been. Oh, no, hang on. We've got yeah, someone right. else to introduce. We've got the one and only slave boy, Mr. Noor. Good evening, Liam. How are you doing? I'm very good. Nice to hear you sounding a bit less yes, nasally I'm today. Bit li- yeah, I'm a bit better this week. Are you sure? I'm on penicillin. <laughs> He's on the penicillin. Penicillin and Guinness. Drugs are bad Guinness though, kids. Oh. Other drugs are available. Lethal cocktail. Yeah, because of course yeah. the people that had to sort of struggle through last show, remember Mr. North did sound like a little snuffly nasal vole. What was that all about? <laughs> well, that's exactly it. I don't really have any f- anything further to say about my illness. <laughs> it was a... No further update. It's not gonna, yeah, we're not going to go spontaneously into an episode of Radio Casualty. We'll be all right. Okay, so yeah. you're going to... You do sound a bit more chipper though, so you're on the mend. I am, yeah. And okay. I've had another pint and a half of frozen Guinness. Okay. Mr. Swan's nicely been creating, chilled. Nicely yeah, no, chilled. you've been creating like Guinness, like ice frosty smoothie things in your fridge. I've been, yeah, I've been so brewing. They come out with lumps. Yeah, but. we'll work on the branding for that. Make it a yeah. little bit more, <laughs> a little bit more uh, sexy than the iced frozen smoothie thing. Uh, we've also got someone else here who was a guest very recently. So recently, in fact, it was the last show. But she's come back for some more. So introducing once again the lovely, glamorous, talented, and funny is Miss Nicola Dempsey. Hello, Nicola. Hi, Mr. Parton. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. Are you excited to come back? I'm really excited to come um, back. What inspired you to come back? There's nothing else to do on a Sunday night, I suppose. Yeah, I was asked. Oh, okay. Mm. You... I didn't get a better offer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we are the best out of no offers. That's good. Mm. Well, it's very nice to have you back. Have you come here with any sort of purpose today? Have you got any sort of special features for us? You can tell us about your pantomime. Yes, I can Ooh. tell you about my pantomime. Not which, my personal pantomime. Yeah, which we talked about in the last show. Okay. But it's now happened. It has happened. Mm. Maybe your musical should okay. turn into a pantomime. Uh, yeah, well, let's not, bang, become... let's not beat that drum too often. Just, uh, <laughs> that sounds like it could be a song from your musical. It, yeah, okay. Let's yeah, not well, beat that drum too often. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if we, his mum says to him. If we, <laughs> if we carry on down this path, he's going to play the, he's going to play the jingle again. We don't want that. No, so let's I've got the jingle yeah, on let's standby. Let's move on. on the I've got all... What's the difference in a panto and a musical? A lot. Um, yeah. That was said with passion. Yeah. Nicola was about to answer that then. With something more sort of uh, <laughs> yeah, substantial. Serious. I think Panto is sillier, isn't it? And it's mainly at Christmas. I think it's just at Christmas. There's a lot of people in drag as well, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, at least one. At least one. At least yeah. one person in drag. It isn't the right thing to say on the radio, really, but the audience has just left. Yeah, we did, have a, we did have a small audience in the basement of um, Vicky Harvey and uh, the Department of Audiovisual Engineering, uh, both of which just left, which no. I found a bit disconcerting. Yeah, Not that is a bit <laughs> I hope this doesn't reflect like what's happened <laughs> to actual listeners. Yeah. Like, about this time into the show, they think, yeah, I've had enough. Well, if there's changed. anybody still listening, thank you very much for sticking with yeah. us. No, it's going to be a good show today. We've got some good music from Rad Frau, which I think is how wow. you pronounce it. Yeah, indeed. German? Well, I think that's why Mr. North was very quick to say wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's German. We've also got music from uh, Edith Violet, which oh, is nice. Lovely, yeah. And also music from a lovely band called Helen and the Sirens. So it's going to be a great show of music. Sounds good, sounds good. And also, I've been out going to quite a few gigs lately with the Department of Audiovisual Engineering. Oh. Uh, he's back in the room. Oh, that's good. Where did you lot go? There. Ah, oh, oh. they went to get a, a Guinness frozen iced smoothie. Yeah, see, it's catching, it's <laughs> yeah. catching. 
So, um, right, I guess without further ado, we should probably crack on with the show and do some music. Yeah. So we have some Rad Frau to kick off the show? Yeah. Nine. Nine. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be a yeah, my friend. Yeah, this band, they're sort of a bit of a metal band. From, um, they're somewhere, I think they're from London, Petersfield based, so they're quite good. <laughs> and um, basically, they were played on Zane Lowe the other week. So um, we're sort of. Are we allowed to play them then? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I did. I did. I gave them a tweet and said, "Is it all right?" And they replied with some nonsensical answer. I think meant yes. So uh, this song is actually the B side off of their new single. So uh, we're gonna have a listen to this. Let, let, let's see what they think. Then we'll come back and uh, give them our thoughts on it as well. Is that a deal? Nine. Nine. Okay. All right. So this song is Metal Bar. Enjoy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
Metal Ball there from Rad Frau, which is short for Radiation Frustuck. And do you know what that means, Mr North? No, I don't. I think it means something like Radiation Breakfast. Oh, something like. Okay, that was already the answer. (laughs) Yeah, so something like. It could possibly be that, it could possibly not be that, but I think it's something like that. And if you want to hear more from those guys, they're on SoundCloud, which is obviously soundcloud.com slash radfrau, and they're also on Facebook, which is radfrau. Do you want me to spell radfrau? Uh, not for do my benefit, but do it for some people. Okay, yeah. so Radfrau is R A D, new word, F R U, the end. That's how, that's how you type it. Did, it. it did spark a lot of conversation in the basement about like, some influences of that music, though, mm. didn't it? So we were on, uh, on a w- wide range of subjects. Yeah, so we're going to do a little review of that song now and each give it a grading <laughs> out of 10. Because this is, we're going to try and get all like proper now. So, and what did you think of the song, North? Being our sort of local well, German. I did like it, and um, I thought it hit the right note of... I thought it was a bit like those old 90s skateboarding video games. It right. It would be a good song for that. I well, Tony it, Hawk's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nicola said that it would go well as a wrestling entrance. Okay, mm. don't ruin Nicola's had, re- review. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, Nicola. <laughs> and it, had a, it, had an, it did have an element of a sort of status quo kind of vibe to it as well. Okay, so what would you give it out of 10? I would give it a, a solid 7, actually. Oh, Considering okay. it's not my kind of music... I thought I'd give it a still a seven. Mm, okay. I'd give it an eight out of ten, I would. I just like it. It just had some energy. It was a bit raw and a bit raucous, and I like that, because that's how I endeavour to live my life. Mm. And I like the sort mm. of lo-fi production, with a little bit, I think, little influences from the White Stripes. Swan? <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was good. Uh, I must admit, I only caught the tail end of it, because I, <laughs> <laughs> I was restocking people's drinks and food supplies. Okay. Um, but I enjoyed, I enjoyed the end of it. I thought it was quite 80s. Uh, but you're right, full of energy, full of vivor. No, it's not even a word, is it? It is now. <laughs> Vim and Vigor. Vigor was what I was thinking of. Um, I'll, go, I'll go for seven. As okay. Same as Miss Norris. It's not my type of music, but uh, I can appreciate the quality in it. Oh, God, you little politician, you. Nicola, what are you thinking? Uh, as Miss Norris said, I think it sounds... <laughs> Thanks. Sorry, domination's um, his thing. <laughs> I thought it sounded like the intro to, like, 90s wrestling. Okay. Like, WWEF. Is that something you're quite into? No, I did used to watch it when I was younger, though, but okay. only in secret. Really? I wasn't actually allowed to watch it. So why didn't... Did you... you ever interested in a career in wrestling? I think I could be part of a wrestling double act, so okay. people could sort of throw me at other... <laughs> that could be one of their moves. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be like our signature move of me being, like, in a ball and being bold. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I don't think they ever did that in wrestling, but they should have done. Okay. Well... Okay, so Someone, what... someone get forward I'm just going to pattern that idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the bowling ball, Nicola, what score would you give that song? I'll give it a seven. I'd download Ooh. it, I think. Yeah, Nicola, because you can download it from iTunes. Can it's you, out. Mr. Party? Yeah. So wow. go What's to... the level out of ten where you have to download it from iTunes? Well, if you like it, download That's it. That's a personal thing, isn't it? Yeah. It doesn't have to get a get certain score for us to like allow you to download <laughs> If you like it, download it. If you don't, don't download it. Um, yeah, tell a friend. It's good. I liked it. I thought it was good and it was wonderful. So thank you all for listening to that and for giving me your critique. And we'll be critiquing two more songs from Helen and the Sirens and Edith Violet later on, which is nice. Look how proper that was. That, that was, was us doing yeah, that proper. That was quite good, wasn't yeah. it? That's, That's only hard. episode 50 and it's our first one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we paid 150 tracks. Yeah. Well, 147 tracks. Yeah, no, because some, some shows have had four songs yeah. in, so we're probably on about 150 tracks now. Yeah. And we finally thought to review some. <laughs> So that's good. Uh, yeah, so basically, it is our 50th show, and it's quite exciting. I think we should talk about that. Yeah, because you've got like a celebratory buffet going on today, Swan. Mm. No, 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 this is just what you can expect as a standard now for every Boys in the Basement <laughs> episode. So yeah, because we had like a starter of like crisps, and then we've had like a main course of mini eggs, and I believe you've got a dessert prepped, Mr Swan. We talk have indeed. That. I have a, uh, a freshly made chocolate tart upstairs mm. with Cornish ice cream in the freezer as well. Do you really? I do, yes. <laughs> so, uh, that will did become... your mum make it? No, it did not. No, it did not. <laughs> Wait, no. Um, yeah, no, it's upstairs, so that will be coming down um, during the next segment. 
I would so, have thought. The next no, segment. no, no, I'm going to stay and listen to the song, Misty. We're going to have to come around that somehow. But, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, we celebrate in style here. We know how to roll. Absolutely. Um, also, I'm on like my fourth root beer. Now, can I talk you through one of the main characteristics of root beer? I'd imagine it's something to do with the toilet humor. It's a, it's a potent laxative. Is it? <laughs> yeah. So I've had about four bottles of this in about half an hour. So woo You better say goodbye now then and we'll finish yeah. off the show. The show will be finished without me. Uh, <laughs> no, it's going to be good. Uh, I've had quite an exciting day today. What have you done? I went go-karting. It was wet. Really wet. Really wet. Sodden wet. Really? How yeah. did you get on? I came second. But um, my visor Did they broke. change the tyres in the wet weather? No, you're on slicks. It's terrifying. <laughs> and the thing about karting in the in the wet is you brake and you steer and you go in a straight line. Yeah. And to get round the corner, you have to accelerate. So you're going towards a wall, steering, and you're going straight on, and then you think, I'm going to die. But you have to accelerate, and then the car goes, ah, it's all right. So you have to drive faster towards the wall to get around the corner. And these karts have speeds, top speeds of 80 miles an hour. Mm. And that's good. Quite I, fast. I went with you once to that place. That's mm. good fun there. So it is fun. So if you would like a good day out, karting, go to buckmorepark.co.uk. What might be on there? Just Google it. My visor broke uh, about five laps from the end, though. My visor fell off and was like <laughs> in the wind. So that was quite exciting. Um, but then it was it was horrible actually because then rain came in my eye and it was really nasty. But if I was in peril, if my visor fell off and I was maybe riding a motorcycle on a country road and I fell off. There would always be one man who you would call on in these times of crisis. Mr. North, talk us through your uh, recent uh, heroics you've been uh, regaling ah, us with yes, tales yes, of. Yes, yes, yes. Well, oh, look at you, you're modest. Oh, <laughs> yes, of course, <laughs> that. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't it, it, in the end, it didn't turn out to be too serious, but I had... Well, no, luckily, incident, if you were first on scene. An incident where I was the first on scene at a motorbike crash. Which was actually quite scary when Yeah, I, for the person. Yeah. <laughs> they just but, survived um, the crash. Like, oh, it's all right, I'm alive. Then yeah. you waddle over. I think I'd so, rather the Chuckle Brothers turn <laughs> me up. <laughs> to be honest. Should I set the scene? Should I set the scene? Away? Please it do. Was, it, was, it was a quiet, frosty morning. Maybe not Sunday. that much. Just, just Yeah, and the motorcyclist was just face down in the road with nothing else around him. So that's quite scary. <laughs> so I didn't know what, But when I, by the time I got there, another guy got there as well. And we phoned the ambulance and helped the ambulance and relocated traffic and all that kind of stuff and helped him onto the spinal board. And, but the we spinal think, board. We think, the spinal we think he just broke his leg and he was being fine because he was conscious talking. I had to phone his work. There we go. Honestly, that's like the opposite to what it sounded like because there wasn't a bike going off. No, and then you turned up. <laughs> He's got that blue soundboard again. The weirdest bit was having to phone his work to tell them that he was going to be late because he was lying on the road waiting for an ambulance. <laughs> you had to do that. I made that phone call once, didn't I? I oh, yeah. You. you did. Yes, you did. What happened? Yeah, tell the story, Misty. Hi, Mr. Swan at Thickler. Uh, oh, I'm not re- going to be in. We're recreating it. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Don't have a flashback. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so... This is when you had a crash? Yeah. Oh, right, you another fl- crash story. Right, you flipped take your, us through it, Nicola. You your car, I rolled my car and I had to phone Mr Swan. That was the first phone call I made. Yeah, oh, God. I, had a, I had a phone call. Um, yeah, we got someone ringing in sick. So it was Nicola. I was like, oh, that's not good. I'm literally crawling out of my car now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the fact that the, your first thought was to ring me. Well, because I was on my way to work and I thought it would be a bit rude that's to just not turn up. Very dedicated. Yeah. Very dedicated. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. The one thing I've been wondering... <laughs> <laughs> this motorbike thing did this actually happen yeah or is this all part of an elaborate uh, plan to make yourself look like a plan of yours to try and repair some of the damage after the <laughs> Union Jack incident no the Union Jack incident and you shouldn't call it a Union Jack because you know full well that a Union Jack is only on a ship 
It wasn't on a ship, it was on a bonfire swan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. <laughs> yeah. But the local church has changed its flag. It has. In honour of that event, I think, because it used to have a St. George's flag and it's changed it to a Union flag. It has. So I think they're just trying to keep the Union side up in Petersfield Town. I think they've just found that that's the highest point in the town and you won't be able to get your hands on it. If it's that <laughs> Scaling the side of it like King Kong. <laughs> No, a motor- motorbike incident genuinely happened. Okay. And well, we wish time... him a speedy recovery. Yeah. <laughs> did you, give him, a, did you give him a boys in the basement yeah. business card? What was quite good was every Call single me. person who turned up, and in the end there was probably like 10 people helping. Yeah, Basically, like... everyone knows what they're doing because they've watched enough of those TV shows that show you what happens. So no one thought of taking the helmet off. Everyone gave the right information. Everything worked out. And I think those, data- those TV programs about what happens at an accident are really helpful. Okay, so Nicola, when you had your when Nicola had your crash, how how were you? How did it turn out in the end? What was the outcome? I I was fine. I just turned my engine off and walked out. What like sort of in slow motion, the car exploded behind you with like <laughs> yeah, sort of some heavy metal. Music I really thing. slowly ran towards the side of the road. Okay, I didn't do that. Whilst ringing um, me, whilst ringing Mr. Yeah. Swan. <laughs> and have you learnt a lesson? No, because I survived. Well, I survived. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to learn the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. Death is the only way. <laughs> See, I'm with you on this because I've had two crashes now, and because I've survived them both, which one was rolling a car, one was slamming into the centre reservation, I've sort of thought like crashes are all right, really. Do you mm. think you're invincible now? Well, no, that's the thing. They, they give this impression like, oh, a car crash will kill you, but I'm, I didn't even hurt myself. I could give a piece of advice. Okay. If your car is rolling, I held onto my steering wheel and pushed myself into the bottom of my seat. So as the car rolled. Yeah. I just like went with it, so I didn't like get any whiplash or anything because I didn't move as it rolled. I was oh, okay. like completely solid, like a fairground ride. You're like completely solid. Okay, so, very yeah. quick witted to think of that while mm. you're spinning your car. Yeah. My top tip is if you end up on your side in a car, right, and you're in the side seat that's high, don't undo your seatbelt. That <laughs> very good advice. I was the one that was underneath the person who did undo their seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> they just fall on you. And then, um, yeah, it's terrible. But no, I'm glad that no one died. And North, well done for some commendable heroics. Very honourable. little round of applause for North there. Because you genuinely made a difference to someone's life. Yeah, I spoke to the ambulance service and called their work. Yeah, well, I'm very proud of your heroics, Mr North. And uh, I'm going to celebrate your heroics now with a song. We're going to have another song now. I bet it's now called something really inappropriate. Like Death on a Highway. It's called (laughs) Death on a Highway. Now it's a song by Edith (laughs) Violet. And I went to a gig the other day. and um, Well, me and Dave went to a gig and it was nice. How was it, Dave? It was lovely. It was lovely, said Dave. So um, this song is by Edith Filer. It's lovely. She's got a new EP out called Just a Boy, and this is a, a track off that. So have a listen, see what you think. We'll let you know what we think, and then we'll come back and have a little chat about it. So enjoy this. Coldness hits my face, but it's the breeze, not the rain. I like to spend all summer with you, and I wish you would feel the same. Being this happy makes me feel young Maybe it's how free I am But it's probably just the sun All I know and all I see is you And it feels good to see you here with Often 
slowly becoming my muse. I want to share you in this feeling, oh yeah. How after all this time do you still say exactly what I want to hear? All I know and all I see is you. than I do now from the lovely Edith Violet. What a lovely relaxing song that was. And uh, yeah, it's from our EP Just a Boy and I saw her the other night supporting To Kill a King in the lovely city of Kingston. I believe Kingston is a city in Jamaica. It is, <laughs> it is yeah. I actually saw her in Kingston in London and it was nice. Wonderful mm. even. Lovely live, lovely band and quite nice as well. What did you make of that song though, guys? Because you weren't at this gig with me so what did you make of it just as a song standalone? Mr Swan, you go first. Rating out of ten. Oh well, that's an interesting one. I think I'd like to. I'd like to have heard her live. I think before I make a final judgment on it, I did feel a bit sorry for her. Though it sounds like she's going for quite a tough time. <laughs> I know that's sort of the point. Of, sort of the point of these songs, but um, I certainly connected with it on that level. I suppose. Um, I'll, I'll give it a. I'll give it a six. Mr. North, what did you make of it? Well, I, I almost concur with Swan. Okay, but um, I do think it was a case of that she would have been better live because your your reviews sounded fantastic. But yes, but I think for a band coming through nowadays, it's good to be better live. So I'm going to only give her a five, actually, for that one. I'm going to drop down, yeah, to the halfway mark. That's all right. Nicola, what did you make of it? I liked her voice. I like like how she sounds. Um, But I wanted to give her a hug because she sounded quite sad as well. Mm. Oh, okay. But yeah, I agree with with the other boys. That it's. <laughs> I like. I think it sounds like you know when you hear you originally hear a song normally with like the full everything, mm-hmm. and then when they do a stripped down version of it, you're like, oh my god, it's stripped down. Hmm. So I think this is like the opposite of that. Okay. So it feels like it's a stripped down version of something that sh- could be quite. 
big. Okay, so mm. Edith, stop stripping it down. What rating would you give her out of ten, Nicola? I think I give her a six. Oh, a six. Well, I, I liked it, and I think because I had the... I went to see them live, and they were a cracking live band. They've got a string section on stage. They've got some real grooving going on. They're a really good live band, and the drummer's got a lovely head that sort of wobbles around. Um, and he wears really cool glasses. And Edith was very nice, and she did sing a song uh, with To Kill a King, which was lovely. I believe the song was called Choices. Hey, I'm getting the nod from the back of the room there. Um, so I would actually give that song a seven. So uh, well done, Edith. You scored a six, five, six, seven. So yeah, that's a bit of music there. But uh, as well as music and all that, we also want to talk about some of the arts. We've alluded to it earlier on, but Nicola, who is here this evening. Hello, hello Nicola. Hello, Mr. Parton. Now you are starring in... Now, is it a panto or is it a play or is it a musical? It was a panto. I wasn't starring in it. I was like the star of backstage. The star of backstage. <laughs> Happy days. Okay. So she was starring in the backstage area. Yeah. So this panto, is, it's not happened yet, has it? Yes. What, weren't we going to go and see it? Yeah, we missed it. When was it? Last night and the night before. No! Yes! That's a major Oh, no, up. it wasn't. Oh, oh yes, it was. Oh. I'm really sorry. I so it, why didn't we go and see it? Well, because we didn't. But we promised we would. Yeah, well, we're bad people. Really bad. Really bad. I've even made us a calendar now. We need to put things... It wasn't like on there, though. It wasn't on the calendar. It wasn't on the calendar. Well, hey, well, oh, no. Well, this why is don't we, Why don't we let Nicola tell us what it was like? Yeah, Nicola. We can't. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to review, do a cultural review <laughs> of things, what we have done, but we need you to review things that we haven't done. Mm-hmm. How was your play and how did it go? It was great. Yeah? Yeah. It was... It what was, was it? What was it of? It was Aladdin. Aladdin. Classic. Classic, love it. Classic mm. British Robin pantomime. Superb. Did it star Robin Williams? <laughs> it did not star Robin Williams. Oh, was it mainly kids or adults? Uh, adults. There were some child dancers, but the rest of the cast was like adults, I think. You think? Yeah. They <laughs> she was backstage. Old. What were you starring yeah. in backstage? <laughs> <laughs> not observation. They were either dwarfs or children. <laughs> so you did Aladdin, and yes. um, how many nights was it on for? It was on for two nights and one afternoon. So we missed it three times. You missed it three times. <laughs> oh, boys, this is awkward now. Um, and, and how much was it to get in? It was £6 or £5 for a concession, which I believe is an old person or a young person. <laughs> <laughs> One extreme or the other. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, then. So what sort of stuff were you doing backstage? I was a shift see- scene shifter. A shapeshifter. Sounds a quite magical. <laughs> it does sound magical, scene shifter. It does sound magical. So you, so you had to lug around scenery? I did. I turned a blank stage into Aladdin's cave. Ooh. That was my finest moment, I think. What was the quality of the production like then? Out of ten. <laughs> yeah, come on, out of ten on the new grading system yeah. and the boys in the basement <laughs> scale. What were the strengths and weaknesses of it? The strengths was the scenery. Of course, how it was shifted. And how it was moved throughout the performance. <laughs> weaknesses. Um, lines. People <laughs> not remembering their lines. Oh, oh now that's crucial. In that a is crucial. Mind, though, I think it adds to the charm. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Norse chairs just collapsed, everyone. We've had a break. Well, there's a difference between collapsed and purposely put down by the audience. Yeah. Vicky Harvey like behaved. Well, it's nice pumping myself back up again. <laughs> yeah. No one else wants to. Yeah. Because <laughs> actually, it's funny you say about scenery and stuff, because I went to see a, a small production the other night, um, a, a local production. It was called uh, Les Mis. And it was in London. Have you heard of it? Anyone heard of it? Oh, have, yes. you, have you been now to see that? Yeah. Have you been and seen it? And did you enjoy it? Yes. I went to it and I thought it was great and it was really good. So I don't really go to the theatre very much, no. especially musicals, because I, I don't know why. I've always found the concept of a musical a bit annoying because I think if you just spoke to each other instead of singing, mm. you'd get to the point of what you're trying to say a lot quicker. But I went to see Les Mis and obviously for the first five minutes, well, this is the worst thing I've ever seen because it was compl- everything in it is sung. 
And I didn't yeah, and, the, and I think the first bit in Les Mis is quite sort of forcing or that the prisoners. Yeah, it doesn't that doesn't work as well as the most of it does. Yeah, and I don't want to ruin it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but there's a lot of death towards the end, which a I lot. didn't realise was every main happen. character really. But I did think that it was dead clever, and I thought it is probably quite hard to like learn lines and do the good show many nights in a row yeah. and make it yeah. look like it's the first night you've I ever think done the, it. I think the best thing about Les Mis um, live is the orchestra. And I think what you, you pick up on is that almost the theme tune of each act of each character. Yeah. So each character's got their own little piece of music which will come together a couple of times into a big ensemble numbers. Mm. And that's called a musical idea, Mr. North. A musical idea. Not the idea of a musical. Not the idea. No, they're, <laughs> no. they're like individual okay. songs oh, or it? like their little things. It's like that's the musical their, their, idea. Their tag. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Cool. There we go. We've got someone from the industry here. Well, I, I do think that. <laughs> I don't really genuinely like musicals, but I love Les Mis. But I think part of it's because it's very familiar. I've seen it a lot or listened to it a lot. So I I think you pick up more of that. I wouldn't, if I watched a musical for the first time, I don't know if I'd get that. Yeah. I like music. I'm a big fan of musicals. I like going to see That's why you're writing one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I'm working on one at the moment. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm taking my inspiration from. I I like them, but I don't like Les Mis. Do you not? What don't you like about it? I find it, I think it's overdone now. Is that Susan Boyle's fault? Yeah, I think it probably is. <laughs> hmm. I went to see Charlie Dammer. and the Chocolate Factory on Wednesday, though. That was very good. And that's a musical now? Yeah, it's a brand mm. new musical. That's why I like it, because it was new. And you don't know what you're getting when you go and see it. Because it, the film's got songs in it, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but it only has one of the original songs in it from the film. Okay. So it's, oh, so it's all new songs? Yeah, like new, new, new. I okay. thought Billy Elliot was really good. Yeah, that I surprised me how good it was, because it had a sort of like political comedy, ballet, like musical element. Giant it, and it managed, to, it managed to do them all really well. Which okay. was really, really good. Hmm, interesting. But Les Mis was completely panned by the critics when it came out. Really? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't. It, the critics didn't like it. It's only audience recommendation. So in the same way that Shawshank Redemption did the same, really, as a film. Well, okay. so we're moving to film reviews now. <laughs> it, it, it's like Barry Norman. It here wasn't now. successful at all as like a blockbuster, and okay. then and then is now like it's established in the top ten films ever, but through reputation and cult following. Brilliant. So, um, all in all, Nicola, how did Aladdin go? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was good um <laughs> i just feel bad that we weren't there yeah i think you definitely missed out i think you would have enjoyed it and I'm, I'm genuinely sorry because i thought it was next week no. we should have had some diary management on that one yeah. well, we've got I a new think... diary haven't we yeah liam's now basically sent a very cryptic message last night saying can i have your itunes email address it's nothing dodgy <laughs> it's not <laughs> I was a like, scam I like but actually that. i thought it could be dodgy and then instantly just emailed him back my address <laughs> yeah i was so intrigued but yeah, now it means he can put stuff in my diary. And of course, this will be your last like production before you go away to start a new life, won't it? It will, yeah. So was that an added layer of emotion? I went emotion? out with a bang, yes. Okay, how did you feel? So how did you feel when sort of the curtain went down on the final night? Absolutely relieved. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, not, it was a nice experience. Yeah. Helping out the local community. Exactly, very it was admirable. a nice community yeah. project. You should try it That they all enjoyed very much. And it was in Clanfield Community Centre. In Clanfield Memorial Hall. Memorial Hall, yeah. Right, that's that's wow. literally like opposite my house. That is yeah. absolutely <laughs> no excuse, Mr. Parton. Yeah. yeah, I feel genuinely bad. Can they do like a one more night just for us? They might do. Yeah. They do like a, I think well, they do a variety show. In here. show. Yeah. In here. <laughs> probably work. I want the magic carpet. <laughs> okay, cool. Right, well, it's time for another song now. Whilst we like, try and we'll give them a call and see if they can knock yeah. together a quick production for us. And it's our final song of the show, and this is from Helen and the Sirens. Now, Helen and the Sirens are a great band. They're going to be supporting Better Takes Chase um, in Islington in a week's time. We're going to talk a little bit more about that after the song. But this band, I think they've got some real energy, and they seem to be a group of really 
sexy, powerful women, and they might be coming to see us in the basement. Oh, excellent. That'd which is nice, because I, I, I had, uh, emailed them and said, Would you, can we play your song? And they said, oh, we want to come on the show. So um, I just all these strong, like fiery women might be coming to see us in the basement. So this is their song. It's from their EP called Gold. It's the Gold EP, and this is the title track, Gold. So enjoy this. <laughs> have a listen and see what you think, and we'll come back with our thoughts in a minute. Here's Gold. The roses step from your mouth. And dripping with madness Your shoulders, your shoulders More loaded than mine And then she said Honey, if you shake them You'll move to the silence Stand till they break in your fire From the silence You love, love, love They won't love you forever They won't love you 
gold there from Helen and the Sirens, and that was properly. I love that song quite a lot. We did. We all uh, loved it. We all loved it. We've got to review it yes. in a bit more of a detailed <laughs> way, but we've got to keep it brief because time is a ticking. So, Nicola, what did you think of that song, and what I, score would you put upon it? I really, really liked it. I thought it sounded like the four non-blondes. I liked the lead singer. I thought she sounded amazing. And I liked the middle eight as well, or like the little middle section. Okay. And the drums. I like anything with like big heavy drums in it. Okay. So I would give it an... Can we give half scores? <laughs> Go on, you can have a half score. If I add it up for you, can I give it eight and a half, please? So 8.5? 8.5. From Nicola, that's good. Uh, Swan, what did you think of it? Yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought it was quite bombastic. It was loud. It was brash. Uh, had a lot of attitude. Did you just call it bombastic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I thought it was very good. Um, I'd probably give it an 8 Excellent uh, Right, I love that song I thought it was I'm going to go bombastic Like uh, Mr Swan And Shaggy I believe did a song Called Mr Bombastic Great song um, I love the energy The fire The passion I just loved it Big production Big powerful woman I reckon she's the sort of woman That would crush your head Between her thighs And you'd enjoy it So I we would give that song that. I would give that song a 9 I'd give it a 9 Oh, a 9 What do you reckon, North? I'm going 9 as well, Liam I'm going I'm also going to When I get home I'm going to Google them and maybe listen to some more stuff. <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> okay. I, think, I actually thought it was really good. It was quite uh, James Bond-esque. 80s power ballad, meatloaf style. It's just epic. And I liked it. Awesome. So, now we have to add up the scores. So that means that that song scored a grand total of 34.5. Um, uh, Rad Farrell scored 29. And Edith scored 24. So it's official. Helen and the Sirens Gold is our record of... The Fortnite, because we go out <laughs> bi-weekly. Um, and you can find that EP Gold on iTunes, I think, just type it in, and they're also HelenandTheSirens.com. And excitingly, they are going to be supporting Bella Takes Chase, as I mentioned before, who we played last show. We love Bella. She's doing really good things for herself, and she's got an EP launch next week at somewhere. The Islington One, I think it's called. So just Google it. It's on Bella Takes Chase, and you'll find it. And Helen and the Sirens are supporting, so that is bound to be a cracking night of music. Ooh, sounds good. I'm going along, and I have put it in the diary. So are you two attending? Does that mean we have to go? Yeah. Mm. I saw it in the diary. Yeah. Yeah. What, when is it, sorry? Friday uh, well, it's night. in the diary. Next Friday. Friday night, coming. Oh, maybe. Okay. I'm, I'm non-committal because I don't know what I'm doing. Right then, boys, we're almost at the end of the show, so Ooh. is it time for us to do the news? I think so. I'm okay. building up for it. Building up for what? Uh, to go, the news! The news! This is the news. 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 It's the news. So this week's three headlines I've picked myself, hand-picked to bring you quality and, you know, all that you would expect from the boys in the basement, PLC. Are you ready for this, Nicola? Yes, I am. Okay, so we've got Battle Armour on Sale for cats. Next one, call to ban ski competition for pets. And finally, naked Buddha statues provoke row. <laughs> so there's a trio Ooh. of top headlines. What would you like, Nicola? What? Mm, I don't know. You can't go wrong with a naked Buddha. You can't go wrong with a naked Buddha, actually, yeah. What do you reckon, North? My naked Buddha, please. So we're going for <laughs> naked Buddha. Excellent. Well, I'm so excited that the first sentence of this news is, a row has broken out 
in a Chinese city. Yeah. So it's a Chinese no. wild card for Mr. Swan. Oh, no. So I shall pass Mr. Swan the tablet of news. Oh, I hate these things. That's a great photo. <laughs> it is a great photo. It's a great photo. We put, have to put that on the website. Definitely. 100%. I always say that and you never do it, but we'll say it again. Well, we do all have access to the Facebook group, Mr. Swan. You know, if ever you want to post a photo, just I, say in. I don't Facebook.com slash boys in the basement UK. Computers and things like that. The modern world. Well, I've seen your porn stash. <laughs> you understand too much, boy. All on Betamax. Right. <laughs> Naked Buddha statues. <laughs> <laughs> Naked Buddha statues provoke row. A row has broken out in a Chinese city over the mysterious appearance of two giant statues of naked Buddhas. The Buddhas were erected on the wall of a restaurant in a busy shopping street in Jinyan, the capital of Shandong province. One was positioned climbing the wall with its bottom facing the street, while the other was shown waiting on top of the wall. Local people said nobody appeared to know what, who had made the statues or why, but their presence had proved controversial. And they were eventually removed, reportedly on the orders of local officials, after a heated online debate about whether or not they were offensive. Oh no, some long names here. I burst into tears when I saw naked Buddhists climbing over the wall, wrote Zen Buddhist Miao Ming from the... <laughs> From That's the, a cat food. From the Bell the Bell High Zen Monastery in Qing Hai on his microblog. That's a mouthful. How come a nation with a thousand year history has so little respect for its own culture? But others saw humour in the sculptures, which were nicknamed Buddha Jumps Over the Wall. Not, not a good nickname, is it? After a luxury <laughs> it's quite dish. Literal Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> after a luxury dish containing abalone, sea cucumber, dried scallops, and fish maw. <laughs> it's said that the dish smells so good that even the Buddha can't help jumping over the wall to taste it. Tenuous. Anyway, that's the story. That was the news. Wow, what a wonderful news story. You look at the it's picture, It's a very Ms. good North. picture. <laughs> Describe it, Miss North. What do you think? Describe that picture to people. Um, imagine Matt Lucas <laughs> climbing a restaurant <laughs> to be faced with an old woman with bold hair staring at him seductively, waiting at the top. Brilliant. That's very accurate. That's very good. What I found really strange is one of the Buddhists complained on his micro blog. Yeah, that's so quite... So Buddhists have blogs now. Yeah, obviously. Very 21st century. Because what do you think of a Buddhist when you think of a Buddhist, like a Chinese Buddhist, Nicola? Just someone who's very zen and calm and probably with one of those sarongs. Sarongs. Sarong. <laughs> you are sarong, because that's not what they wear. I know what they wear. They wear robes or David something Beckham like that. David Beckham wears a sarong, doesn't he? Yeah, to I go shopping in Asda. Once, ten years ago. Oh, right. I imagine Buddhists like on a mountain. Yes, very like, peaceful and traditional. Yeah. And just like, they, and not like blogging on iPads and stuff yeah. about naked Buddhas. Maybe I'm thinking of Tibetan monks, but they'll lump them together. Was it a Buddhist thing, that made the statues? They don't know. They don't oh. know where they've come from. <laughs> they just appeared overnight. Can I do a little quiz? Very briefly. Yes. This is like the most annoying office sayings, okay? And you've got to say where's what this? they mean. What? Where's, where's, this? where's, where's this come from? It's, it's a ten-minute takeover. <laughs> so what do you think social not working means? Social not working? Yeah. When you're not working and you're on Facebook Yeah, so that's an easy one, okay? Then just start off with ten. What about deja brew? When you stop to have a cup of tea, no, yeah. No, 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 that one's really tenuous. It's like offering to make someone a cup of tea when you know that they're fat and they've just had one and they don't want one. Okay, brilliant. Yes. This yes. is great, North, but where's this going? <laughs> where's this going? <laughs> I'm sure it's got a hell of a punchline. I'm tucked mm. into a cream egg in excitement. What's the next one? WTF? No, what? not that. It's the realisation it's only Tuesday and you've got Wednesday, Thursday and Friday to go. That's stupid. <laughs> I work every other Saturday. Yeah. Well, oh, brilliant. <laughs> that was a, a high deck. 
Well, that was the most random hijack I think we've ever had. To be had. fair, we prepare so much little content that yeah. and, like, nothing could ever be yeah. Yeah. Great padding, just Mr. North. Great padding. Yeah, just click a hyperlink to see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Woo! That's the tagline. Yeah, that's why your computer's full of so much film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what a show it has been. I've had quite a nice time, actually. Yeah, it's and it's been our 50th, so it was, had to be good. I've had three cream eggs, four root beers, and a Welsh cake. We've still got that chocolate tart to come. Oh, the old chocolate tart. So we're looking forward to enjoying that. We've had excellent music. So big thank you to Helen and the Sirens, who was our record of the fortnight. Um, <laughs> and also to Edith Violet and Rad Farrow providing some lovely sounds. And do go and check those guys out and find where they're playing live and encourage them to go and become superstars. Um, and we're looking forward to um, seeing Helen and the Sirens when we go and see Better Takes Chase. So a whole load of exciting music. And do join us. It's um, We didn't give a date, did we? Friday the 31st. 8pm in Islington is when Bella's EP launches, so get yourself along to that. That's all I've really got to say. It's been quite a nice show. I've enjoyed having Nicola here. Thank you for coming along, Nicola. Thank you very much again for having me. Are you planning to come back for our next show, or are you going to be in Chicago then? I can come back if you want me. Might as well. I'm getting quite used to it now. <laughs> well, where was it then? No. Yeah. Yeah. Good. We'll put that in the diary. Yeah, we can review our concert we're going to next week. We can review... If you actually go... Because we know that you promised to go and see sort of local arts and then don't actually bother to Oh, that yeah. was a low shot. No, I've got tickets already for this. I've got to go. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. concert are you going we're, to see, Mr Swan? Uh, something we're... manly and something cool and cutting oh edge, gosh. I'd imagine. Yeah, I was thinking about something else, yeah. We're going to see Taylor Swift. T-Swizzle. <laughs> T-Swizzle. <laughs> with uh, Gypsy Jim and a whole host of <laughs> other characters. We're going up to London. To go and Zero see Two Arena. Zero Two Arena, yeah. <laughs> Zero Two Arena. <laughs> Taylor Swift and special guests. Oh. I'm excited for our special guests. Mm, yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, that's uh, anything you got lined up north? Uh, next week, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, we look forward to hearing and the week after. Of that. No. <laughs> uh, it has been a good show. Uh, thank you for celebrating fifty episodes. Of this that means basically fifty hours of this exist out there in the ether. So and that will exist for all of time. A legacy we've left for our children. Do you? Do you have, do, I'll tell you what. When you listen to like the first couple of episodes and listen to it now, we have progressed a hell of a lot, haven't we? That's not saying much, though, is it? Yeah, I know. But, you know <laughs> I do. There was only one way to go. Yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> but still. No, so I'd like to thank Mr. North and Mr. Swan for being by my side for 50 shows. So it's been nice. But yeah, I'm quite excited. Now I'm on my chocolate tart. So uh, on that bombshell, we have been the boys. This has been the basement. You have been the listener. Goodbye. Goodbye! <laughs>